Thank you for joining us this Tuesday afternoon on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And the title of our message today is called, In His Steps. It comes from 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 13 through chapter 3, verse 7. It says, Submit yourselves to the Lord for his sake, to every authority instituted among men, whether to the king as the supreme authority or to governors who are sent by him to punish those who do wrong and to commend those who do right. For it is the will of God that by doing good, you should silence the ignorance talk of foolish men. Live as free men, but do not use your freedom as a cover for evil. Live as servants of God. Show proper respect to everyone. Love the brotherhood of the believers. Fear God and honor the king. Slaves, submit yourselves to your masters with all respect, not only to those who are good and considerate, but to those who are harsh. For it is commendable if a man bears up under the pain of unjust suffering, because he is conscious of God. But how is it that it is credited to you if you receive a beating for doing wrong and enduring it. But if you suffer for doing good and you endure, it is commendable for God. To this you are called because of Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth. When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on a tree or a cross, so that we might die to sin and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your soul. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can follow in your steps. And Lord, in this devotion, there's quite a message. And Lord, we just pray that you'll give me words and wisdom. We pray, Lord, that people will have ears to hear. And they will see what you did, and we can follow in your steps. So, Lord, may you add a blessing to this message today. We ask it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen. Now, in the late 1800s, there was a young social worker. He walked the streets of Topeka, Kansas. And he got this idea. He said, you know, I'll disguise myself as an unemployed printer. He said he would beg for food or work, hopefully. The social worker turned tramp, or hobo, or bum, or whatever you want to call it, was a believer in Jesus Christ, and he knew that giving and caring was considered the moral code, that Jesus lived and he taught. So he automatically assumed that fellow Christians, even though they could not see through his disguise, would be among the first to help. But he got a rude awakening. He was wrong. 
he found out that a hobo's life was tough and that Christians didn't make it any easier. Charles Sheldon went home to write a book about his experience, a novel that introduced a dying hobo to the Reverend Henry Maxwell and his congregation. In it, a body of believers began to see the submissive sufferings of Jesus and what it meant to walk in his steps. Interesting how we have these preconceived ideas. He assumed that they were going to help, but they, they didn't help. Sometimes they made things not even uh, easy for him. But the writer tells us in verse 13, submit yourselves for the Lord's sake. And that's what he calls us to do, submit to his authority. But it says, for the Lord's sake, submit yourselves to every authority instituted among men, whether to the king as a supreme authority or to governors who are sent by him to punish those who do wrong and to commend those who do right. Now, this is a little bit different written in this time period, but today there aren't very many kings and governors uh, are of, in America, the governors are of states. But we have presidents, we have the Congress, and we have the House. We have the Senate. But the interesting thing is, he tells us to submit ourselves to them. You know, we don't always agree, and I'm not going to talk politics because uh, that's not something I want to talk about. But we are to submit ourselves under the supreme authority. For it is God's will that doing good, you should silence the ignorance of foolish men. Now, there are times as Christians when we need to take a voice and we need to do, uh, especially if it's something, um, an issue that is important to our faith. But we, we, should, we, should, um, we should do good. We should live as free men, but do not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. You know, sometimes we take freedom for granted. Some countries, they don't have freedom of, of, of being a Christian. They, are, they end up getting locked up or they end up uh, getting beaten, whatever it may be, persecuted. So it says, live as free men, free men and women. We're to live as servants of God. Show proper respect to everyone. You know, sometimes I think in the church, we, we forget to respect our brothers and sisters or respect those people, people from different backgrounds, people from all walks of life. And I'm not saying anything bad about the church. I'm just saying that sometimes you can walk into a church and you can feel that, you can sense that. I remember going into church one time and someone came up to us, we were guests there, and someone came up and tapped me on the shoulder and he said, uh, I, I, I told him who I was and he looked at me and he said, uh, 
told me I would have to move. And I said, what do you mean I have to move? He said, oh, that's my family's pew you're sitting in. And I said, oh. I said, well, this is our first time here visiting. And, and he said, uh, but you still have to move. And I thought about that and, you know, I got up and I moved. But I thought about that, you know, when they said that, the impression that it gave me of that person, you know, it can reflect in a negative. But it says, show proper respect to everyone. Love the brotherhood of believers. Fear God. It says there, honor the king. But it goes on and talks about slaves, submit yourselves to your masters with all respect, not only to those who are good and considerate, but to those who are harsh. You know, as Christians, we don't fully understand, coming from America, what this means. But there are people that are suffering under harsh conditions in many, many countries around the world. but yet their faith gets them through. They still show uh, respect. It says, For it is commendable if a man bears under the pain of unjust suffering because he is conscious of God. And you know, life isn't fair at times. You know, there's a lot of evil going on, a lot of unjust, a lot of people being taken advantage of. But I think about it in saying that, you know, if God is with us, God is with them. God can see them through. You know, we don't always understand the bigger picture. It does, still doesn't justify it. But the scripture tells us that we endure and this is commendable before God. It says, to this you were called because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. You know, I think of the suffering of early Christians, all that they went through, crucifixion, beating, stoning to death, all of those things that were happening to them. But they still kept the faith. Jesus suffered for you and I today, but he gave us the hope in the resurrection, the hope of eternity says he committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth. He didn't curse them. He did not commit sin. Said so when they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. We live in a world today. How, how could we do that? You know, we, we always want to get back at someone. We always want to get even. But he could have retaliated. He could have called legions of angels down. He could have wiped them off, the, the, those that were suffering, causing the suffering. He could have wiped them off the map. In a wave of his finger, a wave of his hand even. I think of when Jesus stood up in the winds and the waves, when he said, peace be still, and it stopped. He could have just stopped everything in his track but he didn't. It said, instead he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. And Jesus gave his life willingly. 
and God is the judge. He himself bore our sins in his body on a tree, so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. He gave us the hope that we can die out to sin, that we can, we can confess the old life be gone and the new we carry the new life with us. The fact that he took the sins on the cross for all of mankind. And we live for righteousness. It says, by his wounds you have been healed. Others say his stripes you've been healed. But we need to live for the right reasons. We need to live for the reasons found in the, in the scriptures. Jesus set the example for us. He says, we will be healed. We will be made whole again. Verse 25, for you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Sheep without a shepherd can get lost, they can get hurt, they can even die. We thank you that Jesus is the great shepherd. He is the overseer of our souls today. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can follow in your footsteps. Lord, that we can submit ourselves to you for your sake to those in authority. We don't always agree with them, but Lord, that's, that's part of who we are, part of our humanity. But Lord, we can pray for them. We can lift them up, whatever the need may be, whatever the situation is. If it's something we don't agree with uh, that, they're, that they're saying, Lord, we can pray and we can seek your will. And Lord, you put people into places of authority for many reasons. The scripture tells us that the governors were, were there to punish those who did wrong and to commend those who did right. But as we look through history, a lot of them did their own thing. But Lord, you took them out of power. You took them, you, you looked at their lives, you saw what they were doing. And Lord, we see in scripture where many, many people in authority were no longer in authority. But Lord, we thank you that you protect us, that you keep your hand of mercy upon us. We thank you, Lord, that you call us to do good. We thank you, Lord, that you give us freedom. We are free. We can live as free men and women, free indeed in you. But you call us to live righteous lives. So, Lord, we just want to thank you for that. We thank you for who you are. We ask it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So thank you for joining us on this Tuesday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And we look forward to joining you on Wednesday with another message of hope and encouragement.
found in the scriptures. God bless. Have a good day. Pastor Doug Solomon.